0: Good morning, everyone. Talk Radio 930 WTAD. The Mary Griffith Show is underway. You do not have to announce breaking news to be a guest on the Mary Griffith Show, but if you do, you get bonus points. (laughs) And Laura Sievert, the Executive Director of Arts Quincy, is here today to say that Quincy is going to host a major arts event and the leadership who decides how all the money is spent, is going to be here. So without further ado, fill us in on the details.
1: Yeah, you know, we've been in talks with the Illinois Arts Council for kind of a long time. You know, the pandemic put a a hold on a lot of things. But I said um, sometimes when we talk about rural areas, we're talking about it from a place of, um, of not having been there. And so we invited them down, and we said, come on down and see what Quincy's got to offer. And they've really taken us up on this offer. So um, the entire leadership team from the Illinois Arts Council, um, including the brand-new president of the Illinois Arts Council board, who is Nora Daly, um, along with Josh Davis, um, who's the executive director of the Illinois Arts Council, and M.K. Pritzker, will be coming to Quincy for an entire day with the arts community um, on the 28th. So we are actually, um, I've programmed an entire day. We're going to start off at the History Museum across the street at the square and meeting some of the the leadership in town. I think Jill Tracy and things will be there. Um, Mayor Tro- uh, Trope and, and, and the gang will all be there. So um, starting there and then doing a tour of Washington Square. Basically, we're going to go to the Underground Railroad House, Dr. Eel's Underground Railroad House, um, the Lincoln and Douglas Debate Site, the Washington Theater. And, you know, the reason that we're doing all of these things, um, first of all, we got $1.5 million from the state for the History Museum. So we want to show off why we wanted to put the money into that, that gem but when we talk about a couple of the other big capacity building projects that we have going, like the Washington Theater, um, which I would love to see an equally big in- investment in, um, and the Children's Museum that, of course, is being worked on right now, um, these are the people who can write that kind of check. You know, when we when we talk about fundraising, we need some of those big, big dollars to make this these dreams come true. And really, um, they can't buy into something that they haven't seen. So it is such a big opportunity for the arts community, and we are just stoked that that they have accepted this invite. Yeah.
0: February February 28th. February
1: 28th. All day, they'll be here all day. All day so. long,
0: and it will be a chance for these people. Right. These people. And part of the problem with anything in Illinois, it's always the Chicago versus downstate battle. You can talk politics all you want, but the truth of the matter is many of the people who decide funding in our community – live in Chicago if they've never been here if they don't know how wonderful our museums are if they don't see the vision of the Washington Theater if they don't see the vision of the Children's Museum why are they going to write a check why are they going to say yes to anything you put in they did say yes to our history museum and we want to invite them down and say look what we're doing thanks to the money you gave us yeah and it's critically important that this not be deemed a political event yeah, because for sure. it really is a government – well, it's not really a government agency, is it? It's a private agency, but they hold a
1: lot of sway. So, yeah, it is a government agency. It is Actually, a government yeah, so agency. The Illinois okay? Council is a government agency, and um, and that's what's really important. We have to work within the framework we've got, and this is the framework we've got. So, um, you know, I want to make sure that it doesn't come off as a political event. What, it, what I want to do is make the gym City shine. You know, I want to make sure that they see – the value that the arts add here to the economy, um, to our job retention and recruitment, um, and, uh, and help them buy into the, to the, the ideas that we have. For the public, we are actually having a um, a roundtable open house with the leadership of all of the arts organizations. We're inviting them um, at the end of the day, and we are going to live stream that um, on Zoom. So we'll put that up on our website. So if anybody from the public wants to tune in, you can submit questions through there as well. Um, But we're going to have a a limited number of live people there so that there can be good conversation about things like um, you know, operational funding and capacity building and how we serve a an area that's a big rural place that wouldn't have anything otherwise. So I'm really I'm 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 it's a lot of work because they don't give you a lot of notice on this sort of thing and you know we're we're talking about all of the details um as we speak, but um it's been great. The only person on the entire team that is that has been here before, um her name is Pam and she's the executive assistant up there and has been for thirty years, you know, she said, Well in two thousand and two or three we came down and met um, Rob Dwyer and company, and, and, and it was a terrific trip, and I'm just so glad to be making that trip back. And I thought, gosh, it's been 20-something years since anybody has been here, and that's we're excited to make that change. If they only come once every
0: 20 years, we better shine it up and make them, make them want to give us even more money. And, again, you say it's not political, it's not, but remember what happened years ago? Mike Madigan and Rob Blagojevich were at odds. And since the First Lady of Illinois is always a de facto member of the Illinois Arts Council, Rod Blagojevich decided to defund the Illinois Arts Council because he hated Mike Madigan so much he didn't want Mrs. Madigan, Shirley Madigan, to have any money to spend on arts projects.
1: What a shame that is. The pettiness,
0: pettiness. but we think we all know that Blagojevich and Medigan have both left now. So let's go back to where they're really trying to do something good for the state of Illinois and the executive director of the Illinois Arts Council, all the big wigs, and the first lady of Illinois. And uh, if nothing else, she herself could write a check. Uh they could. Let's not, yeah, forget. Certainly could. Let's certainly not forget that if uh if uh, Mary Kay Pritzker wanted to uh fund the Quincy Children's Museum, uh she could pick out take out her checkbook out of her uh <laughs> bag. And write that check right there. But well, it's would a great that we get a chance to host them. That's super.
1: It is. And I should say, on the way here, they're actually spending a little time in Rushville as well. So uh, 3,000 people out in Rushville. And and I, I'm really excited, because this is really part of um, Nora Daly's leadership. But um, she, you know, she said, you know what? They're right down there. We don't know what they're doing. And so they're going to visit some little towns. They're going from here to East St. Louis, which is um, someplace that I have been working with for a long time. Um, and uh, I think it's great to check out the western part of the state. Okay,
0: we've got a few things coming up. We're going to talk with the Quincy Civic Music Association here in just a moment. But coming up also on Sunday is the Quincy Symphony Orchestra Association, the Cherished Melody Symphony Concert. Tomorrow, uh, the man who wrote Brilliance, William Camphouse, will be my guest. But uh, let's talk a little bit about The Cherished Melody Symphony Concert, which is Sunday, February 19th, 3 o'clock in the afternoon at Morrison Auditorium, Quincy Jr. High.
1: Let me tell you, this is such an exciting show. Um, I can't wait. My kids are going to go. I'm I'm taking them with. Of course, kids are free. So if if you need a cool thing to do this Sunday. Um, But the entire Quincy Symphony season has been about celebrating their 100th anniversary with things that really matter to the people who have been in the symphony for all these years. Um, so they've picked their favorite pieces and they've put them on, on display. And I just love the the programming for this one. Uh, of course, you mentioned the one by William Camphouse. You know, that's an Illinois composer from the local area. Um, and he's really uh, captured this idea of um, kind of the gym city, right? He, he talks about the work reflects craftsmen laboring over mined stones, rough stones, and shaping them to a brilliant sparkle. And that's really what, the gym that about. So I love the the thought behind that piece. They're also doing um, the uh, Dvorak Symphony Number no. Nine, which um, is kind of a. It starts off really dark and kind of moody, and then then explodes into kind of sunshine. I think people will really dig that one if you don't know it. Um, and then the Dvorak American Suite, which is also, it's got that Americana feel that I think people really, really enjoy. So it's Sunday, February 19th at 3 p.m. at Morrison Auditorium. I'll be there. You should be there, too. Uh, tickets are available at hy and County Market and Sterhan Jewelers. Uh, 18 for adults, 15 for seniors, and kids 18 and under, free. Okay.
0: We also have a big presentation this Sunday at 2 o'clock at the History Museum on the Square in Quincy. But it's combining the histories of Hannibal and Quincy, Marion County and Adams County, uh huge history presentation by Faye Dant, who is uh, an expert in the field. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, she's a fifth-generation um, Hannibalian. Hanna, Hannibalian? Yes, is that Hannibalian. A, is that a Hannibalian. All right, Hannibalian. I like it. Um She's a fifth-generation um, Hannah Balian, and uh, and she's descended from slaves in Missouri. And so she has a real depth of history, both personal um, and research, t- um, to talk about. And she founded um, Jim's Journey, um, which is the Huck Finn Freedom Center um, that is open almost 10 years now, so um, down in Hannibal. If you haven't been there, it is a really moving spot talking about um, the character in Mark Twain's um, book named Jim Um, who who accompanies Huck Finn. So really, really interesting stuff, and and great to have her here in Quincy um, doing this presentation. Um, It's Sunday, February 19th uh, at 2 2 p.m. at the History Museum on the Square, and it's, of course, part of the celebrations around Black History Month um, that are going on now.
0: Okay, so that's absolutely free of charge. Hope they have a good crowd. You don't need to register, but please come by, 4th and Main, 2 o'clock Sunday. Uh, get there early they always have a little bit of refreshment finally before we get to the quincy civic music association you have an event this weekend that's near and dear to your heart
1: that's right it's movie trivia night for the quincy concert band i've mentioned it before but we haven't had a good fundraiser since 2019 you guys um, and the, the funds, you know, the Quincy Concert Band's f- concerts are free, so that means we have to fundraise to buy our music, we have to fundraise to pay our conductor and the facilities cost for where we practice, and this is part of that. So if if you want to help out the Quincy Concert Band, Saturday, February 18th, that's this Saturday, um, doors open at 6 p.m., trivia starts at 7 p.m., and it's all movie trivia. Um, I can tell you that we are playing the following songs in the in the concert in March that will probably make up an appearance in trivia uh, we're doing Star Wars. We're doing Jurassic Park. We're we're doing um Back to the Future, Avengers, Forrest Gump. Is that all? That seems like everything. That's enough of a hint. That's a lot. Wow, well, all of those movies are in our concert. So I would not be surprised to see those movies in our trivia night.
0: Okay, we'll let you go on that. And remember, folks, February twenty eighth. Let's make our town really shine. Spruce up, folks. The Illinois Arts Council Executive Director and Most of the board are going to be here to talk about funding for local arts projects. Let's hope we can get several more million dollars out of them, our tax dollars at work. Thank you, Laura Sievert. It is 930. We'll come back and we'll talk about the Quincy Civic Music Association right after this. We are back. Talk Radio 930 WTAD joining me on her first. Mary Griffith's show appearance is Kristen Ramsire, and she is with Quincy University. She's also here to talk about the Quincy Civic Music Association, Seraph Brass Quintet. Welcome, Kristen.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Mary. I really appreciate it.
0: Our dear departed now friend, Dr. Carol Mm Matheson, was always the go-to lady to be on my show Mm -hmm. for the Quincy Civic Music Association, and of course she passed, and So glad to have you here, and uh, let's tell us a little bit about yourself first and foremost. What do you do for a living, and why are you so interested in the Civic Music Association? Well, absolutely. I uh, moved to Quincy
2: just uh, almost two years ago now, and for my position at Quincy University, where I'm the uh, professor of vocal music and choral director of choirs. And so I get to teach all of the choral music, all of the voice students at Quincy University, a lot of the music education courses, and I really love my, my students and colleagues there. So it's been a true blessing to be in Quincy I'm so glad to hear that now I always have to ask these newbies (laughs) what where did you come from and what made you choose Quincy well, I'm a I'm a Midwest girl and actually an Illinois girl, so I'm really coming home. I grew up in the Quad Cities and have done a lot of teaching um, in uh, the Chicago suburbs. I taught high school up there for ten years and then got my masters at Illinois State, um, my doctorate at uh, University of Iowa. So I left Oh,
0: oh I'm sorry. I, I know no, I, left, I left No country <laughs> Well you just this young lady who just left, Laura Seard, she's an Iowa, oh, oh, gosh, from yeah. the university. So that's yeah. where I'm working on my doctorate.
2: Um, and then, uh, got to move home, essentially. I'm only, you know, two and a half, two and a half hours from my yeah.
0: folks. And, and you love and to you. I mean, yeah, the job brought you. you here. That's right. But Quincy kept you here. Yeah. We're yeah, always absolutely. thinking of ways to attract more people. This has nothing to do with the Quincy Civic Music Association, <laughs> but it does in a way because the more people we have, the more people yeah. that we'll have to see our shows what has been the thorn and the rose you know you came here for the job so obviously sure. if you didn't like the job you wouldn't still be here but mm-hmm. if you couldn't stay in the town you would have left so mm-hmm. what has been the best thing about quincy as a newcomer
2: um well i'm a musician have been almost my entire life now and the music community is really what's done it for me and getting involved in involved in organizations like the quincy symphony chorus like, um, which my husband has also sung in, uh, Quincy Community Theater has been amazing, and we are both involved in Rent coming up uh, in April, so that's going to be fantastic. Um, We um, have been involved now also in the Quincy Civic Music Association, which brings, you know, the world to Quincy, just as its mission and motto suggests.
0: Okay, now the thorn. And don't hold back. We need (laughs) to know. Is it housing? Is it, what is it? What's the thorn in moving to Quincy?
2: You know, honestly, um as a young couple moving to the Quincy area we have had a difficult time finding housing although we are living in one of those very cool loft apartments right here downtown Quincy overlooking Washington Square Park so we really love that so far but yes it has been difficult to find a home but you know the market's kind of wild everywhere
0: That's true, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad to, you know, thank you for being honest, because first of all, you're the kind of people we're trying to attract downtown, I think Mm -hmm. you have no children yet? Not yet. Okay, so you're the perfect people, we want to be in (laughs) loft apartments, but you may look forward to the day when you want a grassy yard, and And it's tough. But, mm-hmm. of course, market systems will change in the next couple of years. But we know that housing, we're on it, okay? Mm-hmm. We're working on yeah. it, okay? We're working on it. So uh, just give us a few more years and we'll have, it. A, we'll have a great – actually, my husband and I, me downsize. I'll call you personally. Right. Okay. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Now let's get into what you're here to talk about, which Absolutely. is not all the great things about QU and Quincy, uh-huh. but about this wonderful Serif Brass Quintet. I'm smart enough to know, even though I didn't go to QU, that means there's five people. That's in right. This. Hey, that's perfect. right. Tell us all it. about it. It's Saturday night. What are we going to hear and see? What What happens with a brass quintet? Absolutely. Well,
2: this this brass quintet is unique. I think that it is made up entirely of women. And their mission, this organization's mission, is to elevate and showcase the excellence of female brass players and highlight musicians from marginalized groups, both in personnel and in programming. And I, you're not going to listen to an album or see them in a program that doesn't absolutely reflect that mission statement. Um, their program this Saturday at 7.30 um, at the Salem Evangelical church is um, uh, the first half is really centered around romantic music, romantic composers with a new composer thrown in that first half. And then the second half is largely uh, surrounded or uh, surrounding contemporary composers, um, which they, of course, um, uh, you know, usually commission lots, lots of, women, of women lots of people from marginalized groups in general um uh people from different uh, of different ethnicities and backgrounds and it their program really represents the melting pot of america which is really
0: exciting what are the five instruments cuz you now you're the teacher so you oh, know there no. are people <laughs> i mean i don't want to say but really there are uh-huh. some people who they say, "Well, I don't know if I'd like to go to that." They may think it's, uh, sure. uh, you know, a trombone and a and a piano. They don't know what it is. So, what is the serif brass quintet? Um, the serif brass quintet
2: is made up of two trumpet players, a trombone player, a euphonium player, and a tuba player. Euphonium, something we don't see all the time.
0: Yeah, euphonium or baritone. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so all brass, mm-hmm. beautiful sound of brass. Mm-hmm. We just had a brass. So I just saw something at the Crocs Center not too long ago that was brass, mm-hmm. and it was fabulous. So, if you know, if woodwinds aren't your thing, if you like brass, the Serif Brass Quintet is for you. Tickets are available at the door. They're $25. You can also... Uh, cash in on a season ticket. Are you selling mm-hmm. season tickets? So you sure are. Uh, You know, you can either do it beforehand and have your twenty-five dollars count towards your season ticket, or maybe mm-hmm. afterwards you'll be so blown away and you'll see what's on the program for the coming up months. You'll say, "Get me in! I want more." If you want more information, go to quincycivicmusic.org. dot org. That's quincycivicmusic.org. dot org. Kristen Ramsay is my guest today. We're going to take a break. To go to the farm markets and when we come back, we're gonna continue our conversation about the Quincy Civic Music Association. I've said it for years. I think bang for your buck, this is the best season ticket to have, mm-hmm. as far as variety of stuff that's going on. We are back, talk radio nine thirty W T A D, my first time appearance by Kristen Ramsayer Sire, and she's gonna be back before because I love her already. We've <laughs> solved all the problems of the world off the air. The Seraph Brass Quintet is all brass, of course. They've got some newly commissioned works. They've got the well-known classics. They are going to captivate you uh, with their personalities. They are an all-female brass quintet. They are performing Saturday night, February 18th at 730 at Salem Church, 9th and State. The acoustics in that church are great. So this is a perfect place to have uh, a, uh, an event like that and we'll be giving away tickets tomorrow morning right here on WTAD for that Saturday night performance but you can get them at the door if you want to get them in advance there at Quincy hy and County Market Stores and again for more information org. you'll probably go there and see the whole schedule mm-hmm. I, I know you came just to talk about the brass quintet but can you give us a little preview of other things that are coming up so we can mark our calendars and get these dates reserved it's it's important because this, like I said, there's more variety in mm-hmm. this organization than I think in almost all the other organizations.
2: Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, we have a night of Latin American music coming up at State Street Theater, featuring Guitarra Azul and a group of flamenco dancers that they often work with. Okay, and well, all... you're going to have to come back because
0: I can't say that name. Say it again. Yes, Guitarra you... Azul. Ooh, she's <laughs> ours. What is that? That is
2: Friday, March 24th at 7:30 p.m. at the State Street Theater. It's going to be fantastic we're going to have tapas and uh and beverages so it's going to be a really fun night and flamenco dancers and flamenco dancers wonderful. that's right and then um also on friday april 28th at seven thirty p.m at st john's cathedral on payson road is going to be organist scott montgomery and actually uh we're going to have a special uh piece of music that he's going to play and vocalists uh Quincy vocalists
0: honoring um Carol Matheson oh how wonderful that's not had anything I don't think out at that church brand new church out there we we've had uh the organist you know we've had the Salem organ and Mm. we've had the church down here on Hampshire's Mm -hmm. organ so this will be fantastic oh wow looking forward to that and then anything else or is that do it for us that's going to finish out our season okay it's exciting yes it is um Fantastic. Well, um, while I've still got you here, if we want season tickets, if we just want individual tickets, do children get into these shows free? I can't remember. I know the Quincy Symphony Orchestra always lets the kiddos in free. I don't know if they let the children in free to Quincy Civic Music Association. I can't remember. So since you don't know the answer and I don't know I can't the answer, remember either. <laughs> bring some money. But, and the other thing is, you know, this may be the kind of thing that, uh, you know, teenagers would really enjoy. As a music educator, so much of what makes somebody be interested in music is hearing and seeing music. That's right. So, you know, uh, like a lot of people start out, I think the trumpet is one of the entry-level,
1: you know, instruments that a lot of
0: kids at least start to learn to Mm -hmm. play. But if they never hear it played well, if they don't see that they could do trombone or euphonium or tuba or whatever Mm -hmm. else, you know, if they don't really understand that there are other things they could do or that if they practice, they could really get good at it. So how important is it to expose children, teenagers especially, Mm -hmm. to this kind of uh, event, especially a female?
2: Absolutely. Just to be represented, um, you know, to see someone of your gender or your race or your whatever your identity is, to see them represented in these professional ensembles um, that are making careers out of this Art passion that they have is pretty exciting. Um, so bring the whole family, certainly. But it's so crucial to, um, see those excellent musicians, even my students, you know, in their late teens and early 20s. Um, last year, you know, I, I required them to attend the Contus concert, my choir students, you know. And I think that might have been a first, or, or, I mean, maybe not, but, uh, certainly they, you know, were a little begrudging that I was requiring them to do this thing. Right. And then after the fact, they were like, you know, we'll never doubt you again, Professor Ramsire <laughs> because they loved it so much. So um it definitely drives students and their passion for music and, and this thing that they, you know, do every day and are, are learning.
0: It's so funny. College students, they're not children, but they're not adults. And you look <laughs> back and relax. I remember, you know, my, my, journalism professor saying okay here are a set of facts you're gonna to have to investigate this and I want a story in three days right three days that's not enough time I walk in this morning and I've got 14 stories I've got to put together before 6:15. Okay. you know I mean so uh-huh. it is funny you're trying to teach them what the real world is mm. And uh, let me tell you, there'll be a time in your life when your boss will say, I want you to go and do something, and it's not during your regularly scheduled hours, and you're going to have oh, to go and put true. on a happy face, but you'll probably enjoy it. So you taught him something Taught him something good. I think it's so. It's so great. Anything else you want to add before I let you go? Because you've just been delightful. Well, thank you, Mary.
2: Um, I don't think so, other than, you know, m- uh, make sure that you check out the entire QCMA
0: season. It's really
2: going to be a lot of fun. And
0: if you're thinking of pursuing vocal music as a career. That's Go right. to Quincy University, Absolutely. right? We'd love to have I you. i got to put in a free plug. Thank you. I and appreciate Thursday it. And Thursday is Quincy University um, Anniversary Day, <gasps> yes. 1860, the first classes. That's tomorrow. That's yeah. tomorrow. Tomorrow is the anniversary, if I could do math, if I'd gone to QU, I could have done that math, but uh, the, from in 1860, they had their first classes on February 16th, so amazing. Uh, my husband will be wearing his QU swag tomorrow. You might see us at the basketball Welcome. game. Great. Okay,
2: thank you so very much. My pleasure, Mary. Thanks for having me. Hope to
0: have you on again real soon.